this. For so real? It's the same tooth that I got missing. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Let's go. I just, I'm, I'm just paying homage to him. I, I, never, I, been, I don't want. I never How you knew feel that. about like mayonnaise and stuff now? <laughs> How you feel about mayonnaise and stuff now? How do I feel about mayonnaise? Yeah. <laughs> You don't like it? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, I mean, a lot of stuff happened. Like, I, I, I've seen people's head busted open. I've seen different kinds of But I had a crazy-ass dream as a kid. I busted somebody's head open. Uh-huh. And motherfucking cottage cheese came out. Oh, what? I, I don't eat no cottage cheese. I don't eat no sour cream. I don't eat no butter. <laughs> I don't eat none of that shit. That's crazy. That's crazy yeah, as hell. Yeah, because I had that crazy dream. Yeah. And only that one. Only that one dream. Man. And so I don't like that stuff. <laughs> when uh, what, what made you get us into sports? Was it that you saw that we were good at it, or was it a way to keep us out of trouble? The last uh, thing you said, when I, I, I knew where I lived at, uh-huh. and I didn't want what happened to me to get in, you know, to be able to get to y'all. And, and I swore I ain't gonna let nine one of my kids get in no game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if you become a grown man and that's the road you choose, okay, that, that's on you. But as my baby, my 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 children, little kids, you ain't finna be in no motherfucking game. <laughs> you know, I, I I couldn't I couldn't do it. I saw what my mother went through, my mother and dad went through with me. I saw how that tore up a whole lot of families. You know, growing up, and I seen the destruction of that uh, uh, when I started going to jail. So anyway, I, I just couldn't have it. That's crazy. And sports, the reason why I got y'all in sports, it was easy to teach for me. I had uh, all of y'all, four kids, and it did, wasn't going to cost me much because <laughs> we didn't have much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I paid 10 cents a basket. At, at <laughs> 10 cents one damn shop. We haven't paid the attention. <laughs> then we graduated that really helped us shoot better though. Heck yeah. I feel like uh I feel like since we got into sports at a young age, like I I never really had the the urge to like wanna be in the streets and stuff like that. Like I always just wanted to go to basketball games and stuff, practice right. and, I mean it was so much stuff to do during the week with just sports like that's all I really cared about. I couldn't wait to the weekends. Thank you. Right. It just gave us something to look forward let me, to. Let me, let me say something about sports. On Caldwell Street, I believe our family helped a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah. It was so many kids, you know, it could be 15 of y'all out there just hooping it up, just having a good time. Crazy. Thank you. We never denied none of them. You know, if you wanted something to drink, you wanted something to eat, you wanted to come because y'all had every system, video game system that came out. So they could play games. You could do anything you wanted 
just as long as you be a kid and have fun. That's the only requirement. Yep. But the moment you talk that shit, you know how it is. <laughs> I'm not about mine. Couple so kids have to go. With your slick ass mouth. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I know this. Your mama, your daddy. Now, let me explain something about me growing up in the street. I ain't never been no killer. I ain't never been, you know, no hell of a, you know, this and that. I've been a fighter. I've been a thief. I've been a hustler. I have always figured a way how to make money. Yep. Mm-hmm. that attract most young kids to it? Is it money or not having people at home or? It's, it's the lack of a dad, uh, uh, no. It's the lack of a two-parent family, put it that way. Uh-huh. If there's only one parent at home, there's gonna be struggle. If, uh, if there's no love in the home, there's gonna be struggle. If there's no guidance in the home, there's going to be struggle because of everything I just mentioned, where you lack, them motherfuckers in the street are going to pick up your slack because right. they going to see it. That's crazy. That's okay. But that's really true. You got something? No. That is true, though. Man. And let me just say this about y'all. My kids, I don't look at y'all like y'all better than nobody in the world. But I appreciate y'all for letting me be who I am, the father that I am, without a bunch of, you know, like uh, most boys want to challenge their dad and this and that. I never had that, that problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and even though, uh, uh, like, I had three flesh and blood sons, and my first son is, is my stepson. Who gives a damn about that first word step? I ain't got no stepson. I got four sons. Yes, sir. And that's how it's always been, too. I never treated y'all no different. What y'all got, he got. What he got, y'all got. Yep. He got his ass kicked. You gonna get yours. (laughs) (laughs) He did, too. I I don't feel... How do... I don't feel like most guys would even be 
I don't think a lot of dudes is built like that to be able to do that. Like, I feel like you really got to be a man to step up to that plate. They are most most guys that don't have those guidances that we talked about a little earlier. Yep. They grow up to be selfish. Everything is about me, me, me. Right. Get, 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 get. It's never lending a hand to help somebody else. Never reaching back to pull somebody else with you. I, I'll give you a very good example. Me and Bobby Thomas. Uh-huh. We've been best friends since the third grade. If I didn't have no job, wherever he was working, he always told me, I'm going to keep this door open for you. You just give me the clothes. He always had, Bob Thomas, uh, uh, Bernard Smith, they always had me working, giving me jobs, this and that. So I feel like if I could get a job, going through all the shit, that I have went through, anybody can. Yeah. Man, and let me tell you something. My brother was a Down syndrome baby. You couldn't tell it by looking at it, but that nigga had three jobs. How you gonna tell me with your brilliant ass that you can't find one? If you can't get one, you gotta do like my brother, create one. Heck yeah. That nigga always had money. He no, did. for real. He was on the go starting at like 5 a.m. Before the next day showed up, the post had money. But my brother, he always has money. Yeah. But anyway, me and God stop being selfish and stop looking for everybody to give to me. You gotta create, man. You gotta, you gotta create. Quit, my dad told me, quit, quit robbing people. My dad made me feel this big. Like, man, quit taking people's shit. He said, because let me tell you something, boy. You taking them people's shit, you're going to spend that shit just like that. Because you didn't work for it. He said, but, but you go out there when you work, you're not going to get that part of money or whatever. You, you, you work for that money, you ain't finna, uh, whatever, however you drinking, smoking, drinking, you ain't finna do all that. You're going you gonna, to you gonna ration your money out the right way. So I started learning that a, family, a good man and a family man, he has to ration his money out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't care how much you make. Uh, if this, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. It said if a grown uh, family man have a hundred dollars, he ain't getting to fifteen though. Yep. The rest going to his family. Yep. You know what I mean? Kids got to eat. Light switch got to work. It's got to go home. If you got a car, you got to have gas. Whatever. So if whatever you got to do for this week with that ten or fifteen dollars, God bless you. But you better make something else happen. Fifty nine. Do you think your dad telling you that? Um, kind of like helped your mindset to like for you going into working and stuff like for you being a working class guy like <clears throat> as far as like staying motivated when, when going to work and staying motivated like to the money and stuff like that Because he had to take care of uh, seven kids 
and a wife. He always taught that. Get your ass up and go to work. And even when he was at home on the weekend, all his sons, we had to do everything around that house, front and backyard, every weekend. And all the girls got to keep everything inside the house. You, 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 you learned lessons in our house. And that's another thing that's missing. People have to teach. See, a kid don't grow up knowing. It's, it's no playbook. Okay, when you get five, this is what you're supposed to be doing. When you get 15, this is what you're supposed to be doing. There's no such thing. If you're not communicating with your kids, you're leaving your kid's mind to be susceptible to these devices that's out there in the streets. Yeah. You've got to teach them. You've got to say, you know, get them started, you know, to start thinking. You know, you know I was just about to say, <clears throat> I remember when we was younger and like on the weekends, we had to go in the backyard and like clean up and do all that stuff and put all that stuff against the wall and do all the cans and bottles. Like I hated doing that every weekend, but- Dump all the cans and bottles man, in the backyard I and feel like separating uh, them. That taught us lessons that we didn't even know. So- You didn't even think about them. Yeah, getting up and going to practice and Putting in hard work. Yeah. So I feel like we learned a lot of stuff. Like how you say your dad taught you stuff that just stuck with you. I feel like we learned a lot of stuff through doing stuff like that. Like, well, we're not thinking about how this could help us, but we looking back on it like, dang, like, I remember having to do that and having to get up early. And, and you just, you look back on your life and you see, like, I had to go to practice early. So I was already used to getting up early and, Doing hard work, like really working for stuff that you wanted. You might not have all the stuff that you might not want, but still having to like push forward and, and things like that. So I feel like those did teach us a lot of lessons that, you know, we look Food back giveaways. on. Food Board. giveaways. I Food giveaways. Yeah, full giveaways. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Damn. All the people that we had to go to their house to feed and drop boxes off. We went to our house to get food. Man. So, um, like when we was growing up, how you said all the kids that could be at our house, it'd be about 15 of us playing outside. Why do you think like back then there was more community in neighborhoods, whereas today is nobody outside. No, you, you can't go to a street where people help like neighbors helping each other, kids playing together. Like it's a whole different world now. Okay. Now that's that. First of all, a kid, 99% of kids, they just want to be a kid. They just want to be good. They just want to have fun. Right. They don't want a hard situation. You know what I mean? Right. But back, back then, not, you know, and, and this goes on in every generation. Kids are taught separation. Hatred, crime, you know, they just taught all the bad shit because it's cool and it's acceptable and, and you know, you can get away with shit. It's slick. That shit ain't nothing. One, you know, when a kid is at a place and he can just be a kid, no worries, he can eat something when he wants to, he is at peace. 
inside me. And that's what we try to create. And that's why I didn't have friends coming around. Don't come to my fucking house. These is kids over here. Yeah. Don't come around on me. I'll beat you niggas in the street. When they, you know, no, I, I didn't want that. I wanted kids because I got kids. Yeah. I wanted kids to see. You can come here and just be yourself. Just just sit down that wall and crack <laughs> up and yeah. have fun. Be goofy. Come in the house and eat. Go in the back. Yard to play whatever, and, and and most of the time that's what happened. Yeah. And, and looking back at y'all stuff, I really love that about y'all. Yes, yeah. I could have fifteen kids at my house that one wasn't even mine, and then look, and then knowing we didn't have the best house, yeah. but guess what? They then they start asking to spend the night. It's seven in the living room. <laughs> We don't got nothing really. We used to ask our friends. They safe over here. Yep. You know, they didn't have to go home to their mom and dad fighting or get over whatever it was. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, I remember uh, mom when we was younger. She just asked, like telling people, asking us, like. I like, why do people want to come over here? Like, we don't really have nothing, and we they be sleeping on the floors and stuff. But you know, we actually talked to a couple of friends, and they was just saying like they love like how our relationship was, and like we had brothers and stuff. But so for us, it was like a sleepover every night, just us being home. But like, yeah, yeah, right. other kids got a chance to be over and be around us and stuff, just like you were saying, like they having fun that they ain't never had. Like, we might not even be doing nothing. Might be just laying there, just talking. Everybody laughing. Like it was just good times. And I'll tell you else, Chris, the most enjoyable time, uh, sometime, was at the end of the day where we get to say the Lord's praise. Man, that must be some funny as hell. Used to have fun with that. You know me. I couldn't wait. Yeah. I love the scream, man. <laughs> <laughs> but but that brought us closer with God, like just having fun with that. Like, so we was able to build a relationship, you know. So we tried to make everything for y'all fun, and work and worked on y'all's bond together. And worked on you as a man growing up in life, how to treat other people. And all of that came through. Because y'all learn. Yeah, yeah. You know. I remember mom even don't tell, don't be telling each other, calling each other stupid and telling each other shut up. Like it's enough people in the world that's gonna bring you down. Like yo, when you home, like your brother, like don't bring your brother down and stuff. And I I feel like that really molded our relationship too. Like we we joke around and stuff and. and Play around with each other and the names and the jokes, but like anybody else, that's personal. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something that happened because you just reminded me of something, Chris. When me and your mama was dating, man, she was blowing my damn mind because how nice she was and the things how she presented and said. 
I said, man, I, I used to tell her this stuff. This can't be real. <laughs> no, no, ain't nobody this kind. Yeah. This has got to be a game. And she had to sit me down and really tell me, how is this a game, nigga, and you live with your own mom? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a blink, I'm not a blink. <laughs> Especially, you know, the stuff that oh, guys will go cry. through and stuff. She had been crying. Oh, I already know she was oh, going to cry. man. Yeah. But it's, it's all good. Because, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's really what it is. Like, you want somebody who's going to have those characteristics as your mom. Like, you know you love your mom so much. Like, Heck yeah. You yeah. want to be with a woman like that I have. Not saying be like mom, but just some of those same characteristics. Like, a good yeah. heart, good yeah. mind. Like, you just... I know what it is. You want a quality woman. That's it. Right or wrong, she's going to love you, but she's going to put you in your place when you are wrong. She yeah, won't yeah. tell you. Yeah. She can't change you, but at least she told you. Exactly. And that's what my mom did for me. Yep. Man. Man. Go ahead. Speaking of. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let me see what else. It's, um... Do you think it's a humbling experience for guys, for dudes coming out the street, getting fast money to having to go to work and, you know, kind of get paid like week to week? Is that kind of like a like an ego check for some dudes? That's why they struggle to stay out the streets or something? You, I, well, I do have to rephrase the question because I have an answer for this. Um, so, like, you know... I get in the streets you can get fast money. You could probably make money every day. But when you go work a job, you're getting paid every other Friday or something. Like a legal versus you think like that illegal that kind of like tempts people to go back to the streets because they like, man, why am I doing this? 
every two weeks to get this when I could just I could be out here getting money every day. You remember when we was talking about how you grow up? Uh huh. All of that plays a part when you you know born grown up and go the line. Some go go this way to the right thing. Some gonna go this way and go get the fast money. But the reason that I made the choice because I was able to start thinking. And then I realized, I don't care if you sell dope, if you rob, whatever. You want us away from losing whatever you got because they're going to take it all. Yeah. Yeah. You got one, you got, all you got to do is make one person mad who's afraid of you or, or want to get even with you or this they're going to go to the police or make a phone or whatever and tell on your ass. Yeah. So you're still going to lose it. And so by working, I knew I was going to be able to stay with my family. I was going to be able to get my income taxes. I was able to keep my wife. I was able to, everything works out when you get your ass out there go get a job. Yeah. I'm not saying that uh, if that's for everybody. Yeah. Because some people ain't going to get no job. And they going to succeed yeah. out there in that crime world. You know what I mean? Right. Some people slick enough to maneuver. Thank you. Okay. Then you tip your hat to them. There's exceptions to every rule. I just choose to work. Yeah, no, yeah I get that. I feel like <clears throat> some people do slip through the cracks, but... Man, to even get to that point, like it's so much risk you gotta take to get to that. It's so much downfall you gotta take to to even get to a point to where you could slip through the cracks. Like it's too much stress. I feel like right. it's not sustainable. Like everybody, everybody got their money. You gotta be on your P's and Q's, your tippy toes. Everything. Everything gotta go perfect for it. You know because who you think is your friend ain't your friend. Think is your lover, your partner, ain't your loving your partner. Just, 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 man, and if you, like y'all, was raised up at home, I don't care if you was to go out there and get in the street, sell dope, be a pimp, whatever. In the end, you're going to come right back. Because once that shit out there start going south, what you know best? Doing what you're doing now. That's all you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, some people, man, they just thrive. They go to the end. You get let's just say you make a hundred million dollars in the street. Uh-huh. The next person up, don't spend when you go to prison or get killed. Yep. Or or you just die. You know, it's just too many things can happen. So if you know better, do better. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, you got anything? Have you ever, or what? What was a? Did you ever have like a wake up call or anything that wanted to make you want to stop? 
stop your crime stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's called a life sentence. Oh. Shit. You know, I got I got struck out of jail. Really? Before. But guess what's safe? What? Because I had, had a, like, already had built up 15, 20 year history working. Uh -huh. I had a history of, you know, uh, with my community, with my family and friends. My, my, you know, I had all, every time that I went to court. And guess what they was gonna let me, I'm gonna tell this too, until that, they was gonna give me a life sentence for five hours worth of drugs. Wow. Because I had been to jail before. Right. It's called three strikes. I had been to jail 10, 15 times as a kid. Right. But because I got caught with the or they said that I had five hours worth of drugs, that's what they was gonna send me to prison for my life. That's crazy. And when that happened, the judge said these words. He said, every time I come into this courtroom, and every time we ask this man to come to courtroom, the court is full. He said, y'all want me to think that he's crazy, he's this, that. He said, but I ain't accepting that. Because if you are this big, uh, foolish gangster, whatever you want to call him, if you think he's all of that, wouldn't have all these people in here. You got people praying for this man. You got boss just sending me letters, sending me. I'll hire him right now. You just let him out. You got every time he comes here, it might not even be 10 seconds just to get another court for day. But every time he shows up, this courtroom is full. He says, so I have to recognize that. This is not the, the bad man that you claim him to be. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not giving Life. Man, do you feel like that was your second chance? Y'all started coming to see me uh -huh. because he gave me three years, Damn. and then and, and uh, instead of for life, because I he did, he said you did get arrested. He said, and the rules is, see, they created this law for black people. You get caught with with any kind of amount of drugs, you know what I mean? Put them away, put them away, and so they they use that on most. But anyway, I got three years out of it. Do you but feel like that was your second chance? I was able to come home. That scared the shit out of me. I was just going to say, how was you feeling in that moment when they was talking about life? Man, I was plotting on my, man, I was just plotting my, my way, what I was going to do if I got life. Yeah. But I was, I had prayer teams. I had all of these people praying for me, especially your mama. You know what I mean? And and things just worked out. God saved me. Yeah. God saved me, and I said to myself, I'll never go back to jail again. I ain't never going back to jail. So right then, I knew the people I'm associating with, I got to start cutting them motherfuckers off. Yeah. Because we see, it'd be different if we was doing something positive. friends in the street because I'm a hustler mm -hmm. and I'm a good dude. But that's not enough to sustain a, 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 a friendship. So I'm talking about we can be friends and heart, 
Now me, we come just set up on my car and, and, and talk shit to each other. Yeah. I fuck that. I got things to do. So oh, that scared me. And, and uh, I started changing a whole lot of shit. Hey, that's crazy. Hey, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, your first time, was you gonna say something? Was, was your, your first time going to jail as a kid, did you have that same type of, was you, did it scare you at all? Hell no. For real? <laughs> no. Man, that made me slicker. <laughs> Man, if I can lie to my mom to get away with it, uh, shit, the rest of the world ain't mean shit to me. <laughs> college sports, like Division One sports, like something that we always dreamed about. Man, the whole neighborhood was on, on, on us. Everybody we knew was on. Your son is in Division One? Which one, which one is at this college? Which one is at this college? What's the other one doing? What's the other one? They want to know what every last one of y'all doing all the time. And they was even saying stuff like, out of all of these uh, years, you're the only one whose son, you know, never been to jail, but, and they succeeding, and then going to college, and then when y'all start getting degrees, because, you know, I was, I, I, shit, I was, y'all be niggas cheating if you had telling the whole world. <laughs> so, while y'all succeeding, and everybody knowing what background we came from, yeah. you know, that was like a Man. It, was, it was like we had the blueprint to raise kids right. Heck yeah, really. And, 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 and that is a miracle in itself. Yeah. So, it, it, see, we, we, we the kind of family, it, it, it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't matter that you didn't uh, 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 go to the NFL, NBA, whatever. What the main thing was, you got your degrees, got your career, you got your health and strength, and you got, and you got your mental yep. thing together. Yep. That's it. That's all American asked for. Man, I feel like we get, I feel like without knowing, like, a lot of people got hope from seeing, you know what I'm saying, what we did out of Compton, like, even, yeah. it's not even three people that go D1 from one certain school, and we all did it out of one house. Out of one house. So, I mean, right. a lot of people tell us stuff like that. Like, 
just yeah. being motivation. Three sons that went to D one schools. Out of D1 one house. Colleges there. This one is crazy. House. This is crazy. And, and, and then I started telling people even after y'all got the degrees. And the oldest one, he ain't even got a degree, but he got a better job than them. Heck right. yeah, man. We we even be talking about that with no man. degree. He still got the best still job, man, like. Man. So that's yeah, y'all did. So that I mean, for but sure. but that could ju- that could be from the same lessons we learned that we applied to sports, and he just applied it to the working world at a younger age, so he was right. able to. So I mean, remember as a kid, BJ taught himself electric electronics. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stuff how to fix stuff. He taught his own stuff. Crazy man. DJ is a musician. Man, <laughs> man, he do a that lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't choose to go to college. Yep, yep. But nah, he yeah. he did that. That's what I'm saying. So I just feel like people could get motivation out of all of that. Like, yes. When yes. when things don't seem right, and you know what I'm saying, you might not have it all, but like, just keep going. Like, keep going. Stay That's motivated. Right. Keep pressing. Yeah, I think I think that was yeah, something. Stand up. Thank you. Thank you for going through what you went through without complaining. Thank you for being my son and, and, and just being the man that you are today. Right. Being the responsible person you are today. Man, I love y'all for that. Thank yes, sir, you. Thank, thank you. Man, I feel like uh I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh Think that is 